0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله الذي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا ونبينا أبي القاسم المصطفى محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين لا سيما بقية الله في الأرضين أجل الله تعالى فرجه الشريف وجعلنا من أعباني وانساء Assalamu alaykum rahmatullah, I have had a, an uh, unexpected trip uh, to Dubai so now I'm in Dubai and I'm in a hotel and I'm sorry if the light is not enough uh, I hope that uh, you can hear me and see me properly As you remember we were talking about the story of Summary and the fact that when Prophet Musa went to receive alwah, the tablets, first he was supposed to be there for 30 days, then it was extended for another 10 days, it became 40. Summary thought that the absence of Prophet Musa is a good opportunity. Although Prophet Harun was to lead the people in the absence of Musa but for sure he didn't have the same influence, the same power as Musa So Samari used this opportunity to build an idol from the jewelries and made it into the form of a calf, which had also some noise. So we reached this verse: "فَأَخْرَجَ لَهُمْ عِجْلًا جَسَدًا لَهُ خبارن. He brought for them out, created for them a calf, which was without life a body without life but had a sound like the sound of real cough fabalu hada ilahukum wa bani Israel israelites or another probability is that Samiri and his allies said this is your Lord so either Bani Israel forgot and said this or this was said by Samiri and his allies they said Hada ilahukum wa ilahu Musa. this is your Lord and Lord of Musa and in this way Samiri forgot, he forgot his covenant with his Lord, he forgot his uh, allegiance to Prophet Musa alayhi and he went astray. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the verse 89, أَفَلَا يرون أَلَّا يَرْجَعُ ولا يَمْلِكُ ظَرًّا وَلَا نَفْعًا Don't they see, which means don't they realize that this idol is not sending any reply, is not giving any response to what they say. La يَرْجُعُ إِلَيْهِمْ قولا, Means when they speak to it, it doesn't reply just to make a noise would not be enough you need a Lord that can understand and respond when you call him just talking in a monologue is not enough if we suppose that for example this calf was a speaking even speaking is not enough it's very important for the Lord to understand you and to respond to you and to be able to benefit you or to have the power to harm you for example if you are doing bad to stop you to punish you the one who does not have the power of bringing benefit or any harm any pain because to bring benefit and bring harm show the power it doesn't mean that God should be harming us no it means that God should be in so much of uh, control and possess so much of power and uh, sovereignty that if he wants can do anything of course anything which is moral anything which is logically possible but what we want to say is that his power should not be uh, limited he should have power to bring changes and he should have that much that he can bring any changes that is possible but this statue this calf is not able to do anything لَا يَمْلِقُ لَهُمْ ضَرًّا وَلَا نَفْعًا So there are two problems. One is that does not respond to their sayings and the second is that does not own any harm or any benefit. Means it's useless, it cannot do anything. You want to have a Lord that would be answering to your call would be helping you when you are in need and you call upon him. And you want to have a Lord that is uh, useful, that can have influence in this world, or indeed is running this world. Then we move on to the next verse. وَلَقَدْ قَالَ لَهُمْ مِن قَبْلَ يَا قَوْمْ إِنَّمَا فُتِنْتُمْ به وَإِنَّ رَبَّكُمُ الرَّحْمَانُ وَأَطِيعُوا Amri. Okay, when Prophet Musa was away, this happened. But of course, Prophet Harun didn't keep silent. Or didn't, you know, for example, ignore this issue. It was such an important issue, such a fundamental issue of changing a society, which was... Monothease to a society which is idol worshipper. So, for sure Harun salam had talked to them, had warned them. And Harun had told them من in the past, means before Musa salam returned, Harun alayhi salam told them, Ya my people, my nation, this is a test you are being tested and examined and tried by this issue it's a big test for you and your Lord is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Ar-Rahman as you know Ar-Rahman is a very important name of Allah that can be used as equal to Allah. There was a discussion whether they should call Allah Allah or they should call him Ar-Rahman. And Quran says you can use both. So, your Lord is Rahman, the one who has created the world and has uh, inclusive Rahmah. Sorry. now that your Lord is Allah obey me follow me because I have been put in this position by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this has been declared by Musa alayhi salam his messenger so if you believe in your Lord al-Rahman you must not follow the idea of summary you have to listen to me you have to follow me and you have to remain monotheist okay sorry it seems that uh, we had a, a stop a disconnection i hope now you have me and please uh, if you needed refresh your screen maybe brother hossein can put also a note that if people have uh, been disconnected they should uh, refresh their screen okay so he said wa inna wa ati'ru amri. So follow me and obey my command. Okay. This was what Harun salam, told them. What was their response? The response was very uh, illogical. Was not responsible. Qalu لَنْ نَبْرَحَ عَلَيْهِ Akefin Hatta Yarja إِلَيْنَا Musa They said, we will keep worshipping this till Musa returns to us. Look at this logic, this argument. If something is wrong, It should not make any difference whether Musa is there or not. If something is wrong, whether the teacher is there or not, the students should not do it. If something is wrong, whether the parents are there or not, the children should not do it. If something is wrong, whether Imam Zaman is standing next to us and we can see him or not, should not make any difference, we should not do it. Unfortunately, sometimes we think that this is an excuse. They said, "We will keep worshipping and showing devotion to this idol, until Musa till Musa returns to us." Now, Allah moves to the situation after the return of Prophet Musa Alayhi Salaam. Qala ya Harun ma mana'aka idh ra'aytahum dhallu allatatabi'an afasayta amri. Prophet Musa Alayhi was very sad of course when he returned and so the situation is so bad that some of the Bani Israel or many of Bani Israel are now worshiping idol, an idol. So to ask for a report about what has happened, to ask what uh, people have done and what Harun had has done as a response and also to show his dissatisfaction He asked his brother first. So he started first with his brother. It means that even if supposedly my brother has done something wrong, I have no hesitation to question him. Of course, he's a prophet. He doesn't do anything wrong. But this is to tell everyone that no one should feel immune. No one should say that I should not be asked. I should not be questioned. Because, for example, I am a rich person in Bani Israel or I am a famous person in Bani Israel or because we have majority قال, Musa Alayhi said, Ya Harun, oh Harun, ma mana'aka idh ra'aytahum dhallu ala Tabi'an What did stop you when you saw that they have gone astray to follow me? Afa'asayit amri? Have you disobeyed my command? Of course, this is a question. And the answer was no. And Musa salam himself knew this, but this is to tell everyone that I am not afraid of even asking my brother. So, Did you disobey my command? What was the command of Musa alayhi salam Perhaps this refers to what we mentioned before, when he went, he, uh, he made sure that the people are uh, left with a leader, a qualified leader. He said. Uh, Harun, try to reform the situation, do good in, in my absence and do not follow the path of the corrupt people, the mischief makers. So now Musa alayhi salam says, you didn't listen to what I said, you didn't keep my uh, word, you didn't follow my command. ummah, musa didn't say my brother he said harun to make it very serious and formal prophet harun to make musa come down he said oh son of my mother this is a very beautiful expression son of my mother it means that He wanted to show that uh, Musa uh, and him are son of the same mother and their mother is uh, concerned for both of them or you know even if he's for example she was not there you know for example Uh, just to mention the name of your mother and the fact that someone is the son of your mother you know brings love and tender to your heart. O oh, son of my mother, please do not take my beard and my head. It shows that Prophet Musa was so sad and wanted to give such a great lesson to the people that he took with his hand the beard and the head of Prophet Harun. This is very important a statement about unity. He said, I didn't take any practical step against them. I warned them, I talked to them, but I didn't punish anyone. I didn't do anything practical more than talking to them because I was worried that you might say why did you divide Israelites and didn't wait for my word I was there just for a temporary period my leadership was there for a short period and you are the main leader and you are to make the big decisions I was there just for quick decisions but something with very uh, long and endurable impact should be left to the main leader. So he said, if I wanted to do anything, then I had to make some people, uh, for example, against other people. I had to say, these are bad people. These are good people. I had to punish bad people. So for sure, this was causing a division. Of course, the division was the division between idol worshippers and monotheists. But still, division is bad. This unity still is bad. And I didn't want to take this step while the main leader is not here. So see, even for such an important issue like worshipping idol, prophet Harun, was so much concerned about unity of Bani Israel that he didn't want to make his own decision and he wanted to wait for Musa to decide. I was worried that you might say, means after you return you might say that you have divided Israelites and you didn't wait for me. So if I wanted to do anything, more than talking to them and warning them by my words, I had this worry. Then Prophet Musa salam, turned to summary. So, the verse 95 is his conversation with Samiri, which goes on uh, in, uh, to uh, in, uh, include verse 96 as well. Qala, then he addressed Samari and he said what was this what did you do what was your motivation what was your intention why did you do this qala basar tu bima lam yabsur bih fakabathu qabdatan min athar ar-rasul fanabathtuha he said, I saw something that others didn't see. It is said that when the army of Rahon reached the river or Nile, but whether it was the Nile or Red Sea, when they reached the river or the sea, summary saw Jibra'il alayhi in the form of a person because Jibra'il and any angel can take different forms and shapes sometimes they appear as a human being. So he said I saw Jibra'il riding on Uh, either for example a horse or something and was there when they reached the sea or the river and somehow perhaps pushing them or motivating them or encouraging them to enter the sea or the river. In any case when I saw Jibra'il riding what i did was after he left i took part of the soil under his feet or the feet of his horse for example or whatever animal he was riding and i kept that soil with me the soil under the feet of an angel for sure that is a blessed soil that is a soil which would be somehow uh, showing some kind of heavenly qualities some type of life and vitality but instead of using this soil as a reminder of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his angel and um, uh, the world of spirits and using that for good purposes what he did he used it for creating an idol when he melted the jewelries, he added this soil to it and then it got some kind of little activity made, you know, some kind of noise. Nafsi. in this way my soul, my nafsa amarre, my commanding soul which asks to do bad things when it is not purified, decorated this for me, made it a good thing in my eye. I thought I should do this. So he admitted that this was a very bad thing that he did because he followed his nafs ammare, his soul which commands to do bad things. This is uh, one interpretation. And there is another interpretation which says that Al-Rasool qabzatan min athar al Rasul refers to messenger of God which was Musa And they said it means that I uh, left aside some of the teachings of Musa So this is uh, another interpretation and according to ayatollah makarim Shirazi. each of these two interpretations whether we say rasul refers to gabriel who is as you know an apostle a messenger from god who brings messages who brings revelation sometimes because it's not that every person who was receiving revelation was through Jibrail, but sometimes jebrail was involved in the case of prophet muhammad many times jebrail was bringing why and this is one interpretation, interpretation. the other is to say that al-Rasool refers to Prophet Musa who was uh, Rasul and indeed one of Ulul Azm one of the messengers, apostles who was of great determination so either we take it as some mufassirin have said that he said I took part of the soil of the uh, place that the foot of uh, Gabriel or the foot of his animal was put on that soil and used it and put it in the uh, jewelries which were melting or it means that I uh, took the teachings of Musa a.s. and left it aside. After listening to this kind of confession and admission and accepting the responsibility, قَالَ فَذْحَبَ فَإِنَّ لَكَ فِي الْحَيَاةِ أَنْ تَقُولَ لَا مِسَاسِ وَإِنَّ لَكَ مَوْعِدًا لَن تُخْلَفَهُ Prophet Musa alayhi said Go, happened Go. You should be isolated. He didn't ask to be him to be killed or imprisoned. He said, "Go. You should be deprived from living with Bani Israel, living with me." You should be deprived from social life you are such a harmful and uh, corrupt person that if you live among bani israel you would again do something wrong you will again misguide them La you should also in all your life have no contact. Some Mufassirin have said that in the Sharia of Prophet Musa there was such a punishment that for some people who had done a big scene or big crime that person was supposed not to be contacted by anyone. A kind of isolation. A kind of Uh, putting someone uh, in seclusion from the society. So, he said for all your life you should be in this situation. It is said that after this story Samari left Bani Israel and the city and uh, used to live in uh, deserts outside the towns and in this way he was not killed but he was uh, kept away from society some people say this is maybe worse than being killed but maybe in this way he had chance to think about what bad he had done and to be punished in dunya instead of being punished in akhirah and some people have said Prophet Musa AS, indeed by this was uh, somehow cursing him and he was uh, or praying to Allah to curse him and in this way Samiri got an illness and because of that illness everyone was afraid of getting close to him and being in touch with him because they were worried that they would catch the same illness, or some people have said perhaps that was a mental illness. And whenever someone wanted to go close to Samari, Samari himself was saying, Lamisas, do not contact me, do not come close to me. And sometimes there are people who are worried to be contacted by people or to be approached by people. So Musa a.s. said, In dunya you would say to people, don't contact me, or in dunya, you would be uh, not able to contact people, or in dunya, you have to live away from society, depending on which interpretation we take. Uh, There is also an appointment for you. And that would not be changed. And that is, you have to answer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the Day of Judgment. That is also something that everyone has to prepare himself for that. So, this is about you. But what about this idol that you have created? Now look at your Lord that you used to uh, worship, see what we are going to do to, to your Lord, and how it is useless, cannot even defend and protect itself and its followers. We are going to burn it, and then we are going to put it and throw it into the sea. This shows that Prophet Musa first wanted to show people that this new idol cannot protect itself, cannot defend itself and also wanted to put it into the sea so that it does not remain any part of it remain among people he wanted to uproot the problem if someone was able to take again part of this then in future there was worry that they may say oh this is part of our god this is you know make uh, let us make it uh, used for making another idol and so on and so forth he wanted to leave no trace of that Uh, impurity and that uh, mischief of Samari and any material which was associated with that. Then it is said by Musa according to Ayatollah Makarim this part is said by Prophet Musa so after saying to Samari that go and all your life you should say no contact, and you have an appointment with Allah that would not be changed, and look at what we are going to do with your idol. Then he said, Truly, your Lord is only Allah. The one that you should worship is only Allah. Who is Allah? The one who has no partner, there is no one to be worshiped except him. And among all the qualities that he has, a very important quality that for a Lord is very important and necessary is knowledge. He has embraced everything with his knowledge. Unlike your Lord, your you know idol, that doesn't know people, doesn't know what is happening around, doesn't know how to defend, how to protect. Unlike that, Allah is full of knowledge. He has embraced everything with his knowledge. As you know, the angels also who carry the throne, divine throne, arsh, they say, You have embraced everything with your rahmah, with your mercy, and your knowledge. Then Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says to Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Sallam and then to us everyone who reads and benefits from Quran Kazalika naqsu alayka min anba'i ma qad sabaq wa Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says in this way we narrate we mention for you some of the stories, some of the news of the past. وَقَدْ مِنْ And we have given you from ourselves a reminder, ذِكْر, which refers to the Qur'an. This Qur'an is coming from a very, very high position. مِنْ Ladunna. It's coming from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, from us, And everyone can use the Quran to be reminded, reminded of God, reminded of situation that we have in this world, and reminded of the situation that we are going to have in the next world before Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Whoever turns away from it means whoever turns away from this reminder, doesn't benefit from it, on the day of judgment, would be carrying a burden. Burden of sin, burden of not um, acting properly, burden of not keeping your promise and covenant with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, burden of not benefiting from the Quran. خالدين فيه. They would be eternally with their actions, with that burden that, that they have, they would be always with that burden. Wasa Allahum And this is a very bad load, bad thing to carry on the Day of Judgment. We even without being loaded, would have difficulty on the Day of Judgment. Imagine, you know, if you want to uh, cross uh, Jahannam by taking the very narrow path on Polis Sarat, on the Sarat Bridge. Just doing this by itself is difficult. Now imagine if you have a heavy weight also to carry. Allahum al This would be a very bad thing to carry on the Day of Judgment. What is the Day of Judgment? sur wa zurqa. The day that the trumpet will be blown and we would collect مُجْرِمِينَ, the criminals, the sinfuls, while their bodies are bruised, or are made dark. They would be speaking with each other, they would be discussing with each other. How much this has taken them? This situation after death, Till the day of resurrection, the, you know, what we call Barzakh. They say, Because as you know, majority of people would be in the state of sleeping. Some people would be very much enjoying, some people would be suffering, but majority would be in the state of sleeping. So they say, They say, you only stayed in that situation of Barzah. waited there only for ten, means like ten days or ten nights. They thought it's just ten days or ten nights. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says, (laughs) نَحْنُ أَعَلَّمُ بِمَا يَقُولُونَ إِذْ يَقُولُ أَمْثَلُهُمْ طَرِيقَةً إِلَّا بِسْتُ مِلَّا يَوْمًا Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la says we know better what they say, it means that no matter how they say it, if they say it loudly, quietly, I don't know, in any way they say we know better than themselves what they say. Then Allah says, <laughs> when the one among them who has the best way, the best method, which means the one who is wisest among them says, Ella Bistumilla Yuman. You stayed only one day. So those were saying ten and this person said one day because if you want to say it is 10 days so it means that you want to bring figures to measure the length of Barzakh but 10 days is not making any sense 10 days compared to thousands of years is nothing but this person said one day why this is better to say one day because the life of Barzakh was one stage. So Yom here can mean one stage, one phase. Or because the whole Barzakh compared to Akhira which is eternal is nothing like than one day. Because if you divide any number in uh, the infinite, so then it would be not 10 or 20 or 100, it would be epsilon. So it would be just the shortest or the smallest number that you can imagine. The shortest period or the smallest number that you can imagine. So it was better for them not to measure and not to say ten, either they had to say I don't know thousands or millions of years, no one knows when the day of resurrection is going to take place or it's better just to say one day or one stage, one phase, okay then we move to another subject they ask you about the mountains, so let us stop here verse 104 and inshallah we will continue uh, next week so if you have any question please put forward and then inshallah i will try to answer question one salam alaykum as Prophet Muhammad had likened himself and Imam Ali to Prophet Musa and Prophet Harun. And I'm sure there are many reasons behind this, but I was wondering whether the concept of unity and the actions of Prophet Harun can be related to some of the actions and the stance that Imam Ali took after the passing of the Prophet, particularly with the divide of the Muslim and the willayah of Muhammad Ali. Of course, uh, for Imam Ali, alayhi salam, unity of uh, ummah, unity of the nation was very important. He himself actually says that one of the things that made him decide to be patient after Rasulullah and not to uh, do anything that would divide the ummah was because some of them were new to Islam and there were also threats from outside the boundaries of Islam. So Imam Ali Salam thought uh, that by Uh, not calling for a kind of, I don't know, disagreement or conflict. He is serving Islam better. Even Imam said, as long as the Muslim affairs are going uh, well, I remain patient with respect to my own rights. Of course, the affairs of Muslim Ummah could not go to the best direction without Imam without the leadership of Imam but Imam wanted to say that as long as Islam is there as long as the minimum observation of Islam is there and um, people are praying, fasting, reading Quran, showing respect to Prophet I am going to be patient because if I want to for example, call for a kind of conflict or war, then even this might be lost. Question two salam alaykum salam as a university student something sometimes classes and other mandatory activities take place near the start of prayer time. Often I have only a little bit of time from the start of prayer time until the start of class but if I hurry a little bit in my prayer I can finish before class also sometimes one does not feel comfortable in the only available place to pray office space labor should I be hurrying a prayer praying in a place that may take away from concentration in order to pray on time at the start or should I would be better to wait until later time but pray with more concentration okay here You have to find a balance to say the prayer on time, the early time, beginning of time, Abwalul Bakht is very important, but also to say Salat in a place which is like for example Masjid or in Salatul Jama'ah or in a situation that you can better have concentration is also important. And for some of these cases we can say even it's better to delay like when there is salatul jamaah which is late. But my suggestion is that because there is a worry that if every day we delay our Salat and want to do it later, gradually this becomes a habit and also uh, there is a great advantage in saying our prayer on time I suggest that if there is no Salat or Jama'a or if it's not a matter of you know for example going then to the mosque a proper mosque I think it's better to say your Salat uh, on time but if you don't have time that much to uh, stay there after Salat and you have to rush after Salat at least f- go there earlier Few minutes, five minutes, ten minutes before uh, the time of Salat, sit on your sajada and your prayer mat, do some zik, some recitation of the Quran. Then, when the time comes, say your Salat. I think this would be uh, a good option when it is going to repeat again and again. And Allah knows the best. Question three Salamu alaikum. Is that in the translation when mentioning the guilty? It says blue-eyed. What does this mean? Uh, Zurkan as I said, means bruised. You know, when the uh, your body is, for example, hit by something, then sometimes it's red, but sometimes this redness reaches, uh, 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 becomes like blue. So it means bruised. So not uh, blue-eyed. Uh, it means bruised in my understanding is the body has the because of being hit and because of blood you know uh, concentrating in that place it becomes uh, blue or some people have said you know dark you know for example you know um, sometime in your body you see that there are some uh, for example spots when uh, you have hit yourself you know uh, this is happening okay we stop here and I hope that inshallah we would be able to resume our discussion inshallah next week. Thank you very much and inshallah remember us here in dua wa akhiru da'wana and Alhamdulillahi Rabbil